Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion as much as $4,500 credit toward a new car. So how can you get cash for your clunker? It's simple. Go to cars.gov or kcbs.com, keyword clunker. Look for our special list of Bay Area dealers approved to offer you the clunker rebate. I expect it to be a lot easier. I didn't know what step to take next. I was transitioning from the military. I was a vehicle gunner. An avionics specialist. I missed my unit, my family. Playing with my daughter, I felt like a stranger. I didn't have a clear sense of what to do next. And then I thought, if I'm going through this, other veterans have gone through it too, right? So I reached out, and I saw that I wasn't alone. Go to maketheconnection.net to learn how other veterans have overcome the challenges of transitioning out of the military. You're listening to KGMZ-FM and HD1 San Francisco on Odyssey Station. Presented by DuckDuckGo. Privacy Simplified. Time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Yes, yes, yes. You are listening to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game, but I am not Stephen Langford filling in for my guy, Alan Styles here to get your morning started, eating your breakfast burritos, all that good stuff. But it's a beautiful morning here in the Bay Area. Hasn't been any rain in sight. It's been raining the last couple days. And there was no rain in Dallas last night. And by that, I mean the Warriors could not hit anything. No splashing, nothing like that. Absolutely nothing. 17% from three-point land. Oh, and 16 turnovers to boot. So normally, if you're the Mavs and shooting 37% from the floor against the best team in the league wouldn't get it done. But last night it did. Last night it did. They came out and they just really gutted it out the situation and unfortunately the Warriors were not able to get out of their own way every time they made a little run the Mavs came right back and they could not get over the hump 99-82 was the final score and everybody's worried about Steph everybody's worried about the offense we know we believe that Klay Thompson will be here on Sunday but Sunday cannot come soon enough at this point in time so let's get right into it and see what Steve Kerr had to say on the offense overall. 
you know, if you're a top five offense in the NBA, you're you're doing fine. So I'm not I'm not concerned about the offense. You know, there, there are certain nights where we've struggled, and that's just part of an 82 game season. You know, and to be where we are right now, 29 and eight with the best record in the league, and you know, best defense and a top five offense. I'm very pleased. So I, I've been around this league a long time, and games like this happen. So you just you know you bounce back. And he's right. I mean, there's no need to panic. It's a long season. That's the difference between when you're talking about football versus some of these other sports because you cannot freak out after one, two, even up to five games. Look, the Mavs come, came in on a three-game winning streak. It's Dirk's retirement ceremony, which they decided to do after the game, which is a bold decision, but we know Mark Cuban, and that's what he's all about, and it paid off for them. They ended up beating the best team in the league on that day to really honor Dirk, and that way we saw Luka take a couple one-footed fadeaways, so you know they were really digging into that and look we all love Dirk we're glad that he had the the career that he had unfortunately last night it was at the expense of the Warriors but you're playing them so you know you're the the Mavs are going to be amped up, but ultimately, this is more about the Warriors and their inability to hit jumpers, to stop turning the ball over, and to stop fouling. And we can get into Luka, and I, I said it last night, it is not as bad as Harden, because I don't think Luka manipulates his body the same way Harden does, but there are a lot of situations where he, 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 just, he just knows what he's doing with his body, and there's a lot of players like that. Damian Lillard's the same way. They can stop on a dime, and you have to respect their shots, so every time you pump, pump fake, you might miss the second, you might miss the first, but eventually they're going to get you in the air, and then he went 10 for 12 from the line, so he did what he had to do to just, to just hang around, and look, they had their patented, the Warriors did, three third quarter run, but you counter that with an ice cold fourth quarter, and you can't do that with a team that has a superstar, especially when your superstar doesn't have it. And I said, I, I don't know if it was in the, the five minute mark, maybe it was a little earlier in the fourth, that brick by Jordan Poole, and it was an absolute brick. I don't think he hit the rim. He was completely open. That was pretty much the game in the nutshell. And when you break it down, it's pretty simple. Seth averages 27. He scored 14. So that's 13 you're essentially missing. Jordan Poole averages 18 points, and he scored 6. So that's 12 points you're essentially missing, and they lost by 17. So, I mean, that makes it pretty cut and dry. But I know everybody is freaking out about Steph. We got the call line and the text line open for all you early birds. 888-957-70. Hit us up. Let us know what you think about what you saw last night. And let's see what Steve Kerr had to say. Well, they switched a lot and, you know, they, they were very physical with him. As I said, they were physical with everybody. And they, I thought they were really good defensively, just a step ahead of us. You know, we were um, not ourselves. We weren't sharp. And so give them credit. You know, they deserve to win. Well, there you go. And by the way, I absolutely butchered that number. It's 888-957-9570. The call and the text line are completely open. So there you go right there. And when you get into Steph's drought, I think what's interesting is not necessarily the threes. Okay, the last seven games, he's shooting 34% from three. That's the league average this year. But one, it's Steph. And two, his cold games have been ice cold and his hot games haven't been very hot. But he's still shooting 
38% on the year. So I don't think there should be any overreacting, but you're starting to see it bother him. And I think that's what's more concerning because at least the threes, there were at least three, maybe four that went in and out yesterday. But to me, What's also kind of concerning are the two-pointers. Normally, when Steph isn't really rocking from three, he gets to the lane, he gets his floater. He's not even able to do that right now. And I think that's what's concerning. And you can kind of see it on his face. His last two games, he's eight for 41. It, it, it's, you, can't, you can't tell me that's not a little bizarre. You can't tell me that's not a little bizarre. And, and nobody knows what the reason is. Steph probably doesn't know either. You can go to film. I know yesterday on the broadcast they said even on his free throws that he's been missing, I believe he's still second in the league in free throws. He's leaving He's leaving his arms short. He's not following through. He's not being the Steph that we typically see. And as I'm sitting here thinking about what is to come, and hopefully we believe it's on Sunday, Clay Thompson, to be completely honest with you, is it crazy to say I'm sort of glad that this happened in a way because at the beginning of the season the whole thing was the Warriors are going to be pretty good but when Clay comes back they're going to be really good then it turns into well the Warriors are so good right now Clay's just the icing on the cake let me be very clear with you Clay is no icing the Warriors need Clay okay we've seen it against some of these better teams when they Zero in on Steph. And if Jordan Poole has an off night, if one of these guys isn't able to pick it up, it gets a little clunky. And I've seen that multiple times this season. I haven't really said anything because they've still been able to win. And Steph has just been able to do enough to get the Warriors over the finish line time and time again. But look, I'm not going to sit here and say Otto Porter Jr. not playing is the reason that they lost. But he is one of those stoppers, or he has been this season. When things get tough and the jump shot isn't falling. We got a 925 number. Text the line. Good morning to you. Steph needs to rest. It's a long season. Steph also needs to get to the rim and get the easy shots. I agree. I agree. He needs to get to the line more. And yesterday, it was wide open. The whole lane was wide open the whole time. They were getting whatever they wanted. Looney, he smoked that layup early. He could have got back. Jordan Poole was doing it a lot. Gary Payton Jr., GP2. We know he's the biggest little guy on the court. He was getting to the lane. But once those threes weren't falling and the Mavs were able to capitalize, then the Warriors got a little tight and they weren't able to, they they got away from it. It, It's almost like when you get down in a football game and you go away from running the ball because you feel like you need to throw the ball to get back in the game. When they decided to throw the ball, they, they 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 couldn't. They couldn't. You know, we might get into Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit later, speaking of throwing the ball and his thumb and all that good stuff. But they could not figure it out. And they were just ice cold. And like I said, some of them were in and out. Some of them just weren't even close. And this we're getting fairly close to the dog days of of the season, right? They need a break. Things are rolling. And I think it's a perfect time. Like I said, it would have been interesting if the Warriors had been rolling and this happens because then you have to insert Clay. You want to get Clay his looks, and there could be an issue there. But with the Warriors not rolling, Clay is a perfect boost. They've been saying it on national media this whole time who's going to be a bigger impact, Kyrie or Clay. I think it's close because they're both going to be extremely important to their team. But I think for where the Warriors are and for not rolling, like they haven't been 
or they have been throughout this whole season. Clay, this is a perfect time to bring Clay in. Of course, of course, you know, the front office and the coaching staff played it right. They always do. And this is exactly what the Warriors need. We got another 510 number here. Says, like yesterday makes it really hard for us to have the Jordan Curry argument. I don't know. That might be a little. That might be a little aggressive. That might be a little aggressive after one game. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure Jordan had his off games as well. I think the thing about Jordan is, you know, his ability to get to the lane and get to the rack whenever he wanted, and he had the mid ranges unlocked too. But everybody has an off game. Everybody has an off game. Another five one zero. Steph can use the joy of playing with Clay. To loosen him up. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Because there has been so much. And not just this year. Not just this year. There has been so much going on with Steph. The record. Right? Now he has the streak going with one made three. All these things going on. It's been Steph, Steph, Steph. And not just this season. Last season as well. Because Clay hasn't been there. So take some of this spotlight off Steph. Hey, Clay. Do your thing. Let's get you back into the fold. And maybe that'll loosen Steph up a bit and bring him back to what he what we know he is. Because it's just a lot of bodies coming at him. And yes, Jordan Poole has made huge strides. And yes, his strength in numbers this year. But there is something to be said. All of this stuff, and Steve Kerr will tell you himself, this whole offense and how beautiful this offense looks, it's because of Steph Curry. A lot of these, a lot of these shots are become of Steph Curry, okay? We got a 415 number coming in right now. There you go. Thank you. Saying have a great show. Thank you for that. Seven for Steven. Thank you for that. Another 925. Good morning, A Styles. I think Clay coming back will help get Steph out of the slump by taking some pressure off and focusing on Clay instead of Steph. It's it, You guys are spot on this morning. You, you must have had, you know, extra shots of espresso. I don't know where you had your coffee from, but you're feeling it right now. We're all on the same page. But there is something to be said about the physicality of what the what the Mavericks did. We've seen it before with the Suns, and especially when you don't have that other person. Let's see what Steve Kerr had to say about what Dallas did to limit Steph last night. Well, they switched a lot, and you know they they were very physical with him. As I said, they were physical with everybody, and they I thought they were really good defensively, just a step ahead of us. You know, we were um, not ourselves; we weren't sharp, and so give them credit. You know, they deserve to win. Yeah, I mean, it's it, like like we said, and I said it last night. This is a situation where you probably just want to burn the tape, okay? But in burning the tape you still have to recognize what this team did. I don't think in May and hopefully in June, anyone is going to think back to this game, especially with it being Dirk's retirement, that this is where everything everything went downhill. I don't think that's a situation. But you have to agree that there has been sort of a blueprint when some of these guys get more physical and the Warriors are not able to hit jump shots, there is a problem. And don't get me started. Okay, it is too early in the morning, but don't get me started again on the Warriors free throw shooting. I, I don't understand what is going on. Look, last time I was in here, my Christmas wish, my New Year's resolution for we all did one from we all did one for, for, for the new year. Mine was for the Warriors to make their free throws, and it's just not working. 
it, it didn't work. That's my bad. Maybe we can maybe we can try it again. You know, maybe somebody else, if somebody got a birthday coming up, close your eyes, blow out some candles and say, please, can the Warriors make their free throws? I believe they're 26th, 27th in the league. And the last couple games, they've been last. They've been last in the league. And when you add that stuff up, it does matter. No, the, the amount of free throws that they missed wouldn't have meant that they would have won the game, but at the times that they miss them, you are a little bit closer than you have been throughout the system. So it's hard to it's hard to quantify it, and literally it's apples to oranges in that way. But at the same time, these are points you're missing, right? And as they say, it's a free throw. Nobody's there, get in the gym. And I'm curious as to when Steve Kerr is finally going to put a stop to this or at least talk about it with the team and say, guys, we got to figure this thing out. You got GP2 who tends to miss free throws. You got JTA who tends to miss free throws. These guys, you have to figure it out because this is where you're going to make your money. Okay? Especially when Clay comes back, you're not you're going to have open looks, but you're not going to want to take them the same way you're taking them. Now. Maybe not GP2 because he's been red hot. But either way, if you continue to get to the lane, look, the longer that we get throughout this season, teams are going to notice that and teams are going to start to hack a whoever, and get you to the line. So it's better to get it out now and figure it out, okay? So we got Trevor from the 925. Luka Doncic certainly has tremendous talent, but his style of basketball is not entertaining to me at all. He is just a troll. Like I said, he's not as bad. I don't think he's as bad as Harden. Well, Harden is not as bad as Harden in the past, but it is not a good pace of play. Right? I forget what movie that's in. Rate of play, rate of play, rate of play. I think it's in Hall Pass. And that's what it is. It's it's choppy, okay? It's stop and start and stop and start. I don't personally like watching it, but when he is rolling and he is, you know, taking his step back threes and, and getting to the lane, it, it isn't that bad. It isn't that bad to watch. It's actually quite beautiful. But the thing is, Luke is a smart player, okay? And that is the type of guy you don't want to get down against because he understands he's going to leak the clock, right? He's going to make sure that you don't get on a roll. Basically, he's like a human rain delay in a way, right? Like Bryson DeChambeau in a way. That's how Luca plays at times, but he knows what he's doing. He's doing it on purpose. If the flow of the game was a bit faster, Luca would be playing a bit faster. He knows exactly what to do to keep the other teams at bay, and that's what he's been doing this whole time. 415 says Steve Kerr should start Trey Lance for Curry. I don't know if I don't know if Trey Lance has any basketball tape. I know he looks like a heck of an athlete. Maybe he can. Maybe he can. I don't know that I would do that quite yet. Maybe you put him at the the stretch four position, something like that. And here's another note. 408 coming in. Shout out to 408. It's the new Wilson ball. Don't act like you wouldn't rather have the Spalding ball. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. You know, um, I, I would say that there's a lot of conspiracy theories going on with what is going on with Steph. But what I do know is this. Steph has had these slumps before. Clay Thompson has had these slumps before. These are two of the best shooters. Steph is the best shooter ever. Clay, right up there with him. They're going to break out of it. And it's our job as fans to freak out. But as much as I say that, I just don't think we should. I just don't think we should because Steph has always 
broke out of this the same way Clay does. They're the Splash Brothers. Let's hear what the man, the myth, the legend Curry himself has to say on his recent shooting slump. Never been reactive in terms of you know tough shooting nights or whatever, the same process and just understand the big picture of what we're trying to do and what I'm trying to do and that it'll come around. So it's hard to remind yourself of that in the middle of the a game like tonight where like they all felt good. Wasn't like last game, I felt like all of them were just had no chance from the jump. Tonight was different mentality. Like every one of them felt good. Only one of them goes in, and even inside the arc, it was tough. So just got to stick with the program and live out the the line. Like don't lose confidence. Yeah, and, and look, I, let's let's take a different approach on this. It's got to be a little lonely, right? Like everybody, everybody that that does certain things, like myself. Anybody that's on the air, any job that you have, if you're not the best, there's somebody out there that has the ability to tell you, hey, you need to be better in this way. This is what I would do. We all have someone to look up to, right, to, to help. If I need help, I'll talk to somebody else at the station. Hey, how do I do this better? How do I do that better? You do the same thing at your job. Who does Steph talk to? Like, obviously, he has a shooting coach. Obviously, there are things that they can break down in the video. But ultimately, this is the best shooter ever. Who do you talk to? Who do you talk to? So there's got to be a mental aspect in that where there's nothing that anybody can say that's going to make Steph feel better than just breaking out of it. And like I said, Steph said it as well. Yesterday, at least four to five shots that went in and out. At least. They had a chance. They just didn't fall. So you don't go back to the drawing board when you're Steph Curry. You just try to break out of it. You just try to break out of it. 408 says, my earlier quote was from the movie I Love You, Man. Thank you for that. Thank you for that right there. And look, it's Steph thinks that it's something mechanical. I I would assume that, you know, typically in this situation it is. But like I said, I think it is also mental. And I think that because of that, this is a perfect time for Clay Thompson to come back in and do what he needs to do and get this team back on the right track. It will just take the pressure off of Steph. It will take the pressure off the team. And it goes back to those years ago where when one guy got rolling, the, the all the other players would just feed him. Remember those days where, when Steph was hot? It, it, they would literally run down the court and just pass him the ball. Just pass him the ball. Or when Clay was hot, same idea. And getting back to that and getting back to that joy when you see somebody else rolling, Steph hasn't had somebody like that. We love the strides that Jordan Poole has made. But, but Jordan Poole is not Clay Thompson. And that's not, a, that's not a knock on Jordan Poole. He's just not, right? Nobody else is. So you get Clay Thompson back, and now you bring in a Jordan Poole and you still have Steph, obviously, with some of these other guys that have started to get hot. Now you're rolling. Now you're cooking with some hot grease, okay? And that's what you need because they have a tough stretch coming up. They have a very tough stretch coming up, so you have to be prepared. And when you look at what the Mavs did, they could not hit either. They could not hit either, okay? Some of these guys that are normally hot from them, they couldn't do it, but the Warriors could not, would not, and also almost refused to take advantage. They refused to take advantage, and they let the the Mavs just stay a little bit out in front enough, a little bit out in front enough, and eventually 
they just ran out of time. <laughs> they just ran out of time, and, and and that's really just what happened. We got a a five seven four number here. It all it almost seems staged. How unbelievably poetic is that? Right as Steph is having one of the worst slumps of his career, Clay Thompson comes in to save the day. It really is. It really is. And we've said it before. Sports in general tend to be so storybook, it's beautiful. It, it happens in baseball, it happens in football, and it happens in basketball as well. And we're about to see Clay Thompson coming back. I, I don't know if you want to compare to, I don't know if you want to compare to, you know, a World Series or or some of the finals, but this is one of the most unprecedented situations that we've ever seen for for and and unfortunately it comes in because of you know what happened to Clay and, and and his catastrophic injuries these last two years. But what we're about to see is something that we will all remember for the rest of really our lives. So we have a call here from Mitch in New Jersey. Other guys need to step up. Hey, Mitch, how you doing? All right, oh, Mitch. He choked, Alan. He choked. Yeah. Mitch was there and he choked. Hey, it happens. It happens. It happens. Trust me, Mitch. I know. Um, try again. Try again, Mitch, in a little bit. Okay, we got a 415 number here. It is a long season, as immunized Rogers would say, relaxed. Yeah. I mean, that's right. That's right. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Boom. Relax. Okay, so let's take a look at what the Warriors have coming down the pipe. You got obviously the Cavs at Warriors. We're, we're not calling the, the Clay Thompson game, right? Then you have Warriors at Grizzlies, and don't get me started on why and how the Warriors just seem to struggle with the Grizzlies every single year, or, or these last couple of years, I should say. Every game is a dogfight, so you got to be ready for that. Warriors, Bucks, there you go, right? I mean, need I say more? War, and that's Warriors at Bucks. Then you have Warriors at Bulls. That's a tough little stretch right there. Gets a bit easier. Warriors at Timberwolves, January 16th. Pistons at War- Pistons at Warriors. So it gets easier, but this is a this is a nice little stretch for look, like they say, you sometimes you just got to get thrown in the pool and see if you can swim. And that's what is going to happen to Clay Thompson. And I think it's kind of perfect timing, okay? We need to see what he's going to, and, and I get it. Oh, we have Mitch calling. We have Mitch calling back. Send him through. Hey, Mitch, we got you this time. Yeah, how you doing? Sorry about that. Happy and healthy New Year to you and your families. Same hey, to you. Um, it, it should be a time for other players to step up. I always look at the box scores. Poole, Wiggins. I know you still have a lot of injuries. Not to worry. You know Barry Barnes didn't hit a home run every game. Or even get a hit every game. It's so, uh, I don't know, it's unlucky when I saw the box score. It's, uh, it must have been really bad, and, and he kept shooting. Five, and it wasn't even 20%. Five out of 24 was a little bit above 20%. 21, maybe. Uh, not too worried, it seems deep. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with, um, with Steph. Just had a bad game. A very bad game. Especially by his standards. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, everybody is allowed to have an off game, okay? 
Everybody is. But when you're looking at a Jordan Poole dropping six points when he averages 18, that's not going to work, okay? The, these, are the th- these are the times where you need, I mean, if, if you don't get it from a Damian Lee or a JTA or a GP2, GP2 actually did his job, right? Uh, you know, Kavon Looney, Wiggins basically did his job around his average as well. It, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So we have 510 text line. Steven from Hercules, every team is giving the Warriors their best. Just so happens that certain teams have the Warriors number, including the Grizzlies. I I know, I know. And, you know, I think Ja takes it personally as well. Uh, point guard to point guard. You, we know he thinks he's the best. So where is Ja? Where is Ja? He's gonna. He's coming. He's coming. Well, we're not going to look too far ahead uh, of all that. You are rocking with Alan Styles on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game. When we come back, we're taking more of your calls. We're going to get a little bit more positive here with Clay coming down the pipe and just how that's going to affect the guys like a Jordan Poole and things like that. So hang with me. It's 95.7 The Game. You're with Alan Styles. Take the uh, loss and try to get back in the winning column against Willie Green's New Orleans Pelicans. Marquise Chris topside. He hits a three. And the final score is not going to tell the story. No. At all. This game very much in the balance with about six minutes to go. But the Warriors won't even take a shot here. They're going to dribble the clock out. And your final score will be the Dallas Mavericks 99 and the Golden State Warriors 82. Warriors as a team, I believe, are going to hang out for a little bit and watch some uh, parts of the Dirk Nowitzki ceremony that will go on here in Dallas. Now back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Here's Stephen Langford. What's up, guys? Good morning. You are back on the pregame show, 95.7 The Game. I am not Stephen Langford. Shout out my guy filling in for him, Alan Styles here to get your morning started out right. Hopefully you're enjoying your McMuffins or whatever you're eating right now. Warriors. We've been talking Warriors here. Text line's been blowing up, 888-957-9570. Keep them coming. I know everybody is worried, okay? Somebody said earlier, immunized Aaron Rodgers. Relax, R-E-L-A-X. Relax. And, And that's the thing. We know Steph is held to a higher standard. We understand that. But the man is only human. The man is only human. And we're just seeing him be human a little bit more often than we typically had or we typically have. Okay? He's still the MVP favorite along with Kevin Durant, a couple other guys. But what he has had to shoulder with Clay out, I don't think everybody understands that. And I think you sometimes take for granted his greatness as much as we sit here and say we understand how great Steph is and and things like that. I know I tease Clay, Clay's return. We'll get into that later. But people are worried about Steph. I know, 8 for 41, the last two games. It's not great. It's actually quite bad. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. 
Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I don't like how his floaters, his free, his free throws, his layups. I think what's weird is before the Warriors went on that run, okay, everybody doesn't like when Steph gets angry, angry Steph. And I even said, I wonder if other teams get mad at the refs for missing calls on Steph because it gets him going. But Steph wasn't really fouled on that play. And if you watch it, where he released the ball from was a little bizarre. And he had that ball that almost wedgied between the backboard and the rim. It's just been a little weird. I think that's why maybe everybody is a little bit more worried than they typically are because it doesn't look right. It looks a little bit weird. We've seen these slumps before, but this one looks a little bit weird. Let's hear what Steve Kerr had to say on Steph's shooting woes and whether he's trying to press or not. Everyone is throwing everything at him. You know, they're, they're best defenders, uh, double teams. Um, they're trying to make it as difficult as possible. And I thought tonight he pressed a little bit. You know, he was trying, trying hard to get out of it. He had at least four shots that were in and out that, and it was all the exact same in and out. It was like a half inch short grazes the front, you know, the back of the front rim and then hits the back rim and comes out all, all four three point shots. I mean, so it's like, he's, he's, he's going to break out of this pretty quickly. He had a bunch of, bunch of plays that I thought were, were good, good looks, good, good, good decisions. And the ball just didn't, didn't go in or the play didn't work out well for him. So I'm not worried about Steph, but we can we can help him on some things as well. But all in all, like I said, I thought Dallas was the aggressor. They they played with more force and pace than we did. I, I promise you, in that first segment, when I was talking about all those in and outs, I had not heard that sound before. Producer Joe is in here. We are simpatico right now, okay? He knows just what I needed to hear to make me look good. Thank you, Joe, for that. You are a gentleman and a scholar. But Kerr is... Kerr is perfectly right, okay? These aren't clanks. These aren't balls that are not even close. We've seen some shots from Steph where it's hitting the side of the rim, and they do a little bit look a little bit bizarre. Yesterday, for me, his threes were pretty much on the money. They just bounced out here. They bounced out there. His twos were kind of weird, and I think normally when he's seeing the ball from three-point land not fall in, that's when he typically goes to the two-pointers and gets rolling that way. He was just unable to do that. 
He was just unable to do that yesterday. I just think he felt a little wonky. The game was a clunker. His shooting was clunky. You know, Jordan Poole couldn't get it going. There was nobody to say, hey, Steph, we got you. And and don't get me wrong. Those guys have done it before. They've done it before in big spots, okay? The Christmas game, things like that. These guys have done it before, but they were just unable to do it yesterday. And that's why I said you can sit here and you can – it's a long season. You can sit here and you can complain and get upset about one game, but at the end of the day, it's only one game. And like we've been teasing and like what we've been ready to say, and ready this whole time, Clay Thompson, the cavalry is coming. Just hold on, Steph, okay? Is it too, too early for some drizzy? Just hold on. We're going home. The splash is coming back. The splash is coming back, and everybody needs it right now. They need it more than they've ever needed it before. But let's talk about another situation when it comes to Clay Thompson. I read a piece a couple years back. It was about Kevin Durant joining the Warriors and how that would affect Klay Thompson. That was a big deal because you had the Splash Brothers, then Durant comes, they become the Splash family. But what Durant and how he plays, how that would affect Klay. And everybody was saying Klay cannot change the way he plays because of Kevin Durant. And even though everybody said that, you know, it's still natural to feel like, okay, how do we fit here? There were, it was a little bit wonky at the beginning of this, of the beginning of those runs or the first time they played together where it was, okay, well you shoot. Okay. Well, you're a really good shooter. So you shoot. Okay. Well, you're a really good shooter. So you shoot. Everybody want nobody wanted to shoot because everybody was, hey, we're cool, man. <laughs> you know, we're cool. It's kind of like when you just meet someone, you meet someone on the playground, you meet a kid on the playground when you when you were little kids. Here, do you want to throw the ball? No, you throw the ball. And you're playing hot potato with the ball the whole time. That's what we watched. And I'm preparing you now. We don't know how the rotations are gonna look once Clay comes back with Jordan Poole, how often they'll play together or play off each other. Jordan Poole, Clay, and Steph. We're probably going to see a little bit of that. So we should just prepare right now. We should just prepare right now. Okay, and the Cavs, there are no slouches this year. They're a good team. So it might happen that game. It might happen the next game. We know Clay's minutes are just going to continue to increase throughout the season. But Jordan Poole cannot change the way he plays because Clay is coming back. He can't. He can't. You know why? Because the Warriors need him to play that same way. People are calling him, you know, the new Iguodala. Iguodala never had this, well, I shouldn't say never, while with the Warriors didn't have this type of offensive skill set to bring to the table. He's different. Everybody is collectively becoming Iguodala. Can we just, everybody wants to crown the next Iggy. There's only one Iggy. First of all, Iggy's still on the team, okay? He might not play until the playoffs because of knee soreness, but there's only one Iggy during that time. But you can be Iggy by committee. So now you have Jordan Poole from the offensive standpoint, and you have Gary Payton Jr., Gary Payton II from the defensive standpoint, and now we're rolling. Now we're rolling. But Jordan Poole, you cannot change your game. You cannot, okay? 574 number for more than a year and a half now. I think Steph is just exhausted. I think so too. I mean, there, like I said, he's been doing a lot. He's been doing a lot, and because they lost in the play and didn't go to the playoffs, that whole season just kind of went away. Steph was an MVP candidate last season. It just kind of disappeared, and now it's, oh, well, Steph just do it again. First of all, he's not young. He's no spring chicken. We know his game is going to age well because he's a jump shooter. You know he's not jumping at the rim, no Westbrook, nothing like that. But 
you know, Father Time is undefeated unless you're Tom Brady. That That's just what it is. That's just what it is. Back to Jordan Poole. The Warriors are going to need his pop off the bench. They're going to need him to be able to alleviate some stress from Steph and Clay because Clay's just coming back. We have to remember Clay is not just going to wake up, okay, show up straight from the boat, straight from his boat, and be who he was the last time he played. And that's okay. He might eventually get there, and hopefully he does eventually get there. But let's not act like he's going to show up on Sunday and everything is going to be like nothing changed. He hasn't had live reps in a game. He hasn't played with this team before. The team looked a lot different the last time he played with them. Okay, the core pieces are still there. But some of these new guys that are really contributing right now. So there's going to be a process. But if you're Jordan Poole, if I'm Steve Kerr, I'm going to pull Jordan Poole aside and say, hey, man, look, some of your shots are a little wild, but we don't want you to take your foot off the gas because Clay is here. And we're going to need to understand what you need to do for us to be successful, okay? Whether that's being the catalyst for that second unit, whether we go super death lineup part two and run you offensively with Steph and Clay and just, hey, tell the defense, just make a decision. Just make a decision, all right? Just make a decision. That is what the Warriors have coming down the pipe. And look, let's like I said, it might be a little bit clunky. Kind of like yesterday, but the problem is they're not playing the Mavs. Mavs are a good team. Mavs are a good team. They went came into the game yesterday as a sixth seed. But you have the Cavs who are no slouch. You have the Grizzlies who, for some reason, the Grizzlies tend to be the Warriors' kryptonite. They, they, they beat them last time, but we know they always play them tough. I said Dylan Brooks turns into Michael Jordan every time they play. And the whole team, the Grizzlies, turn into the 96 Bulls every time they play each other. You have the Bucks, who are obviously the Bucks, And you have the Bulls. And both those games are away. And it's a back-to-back. It's a back-to-back, January 13th, January 14th, back-to-back. So hang with them. Hang with them or get lost. Hang with them or get lost, okay? Got a couple of texts I want to read off. Curry from the 4-2-4. Curry about to go off tonight and torch New Orleans, coming off that brutal shooting night and Mavs loss. Hey, he always has a bounce-back game, okay? Big Sean, bounce back. Last I took an L, but tonight I bounced back. That's literally what Steph is going to have to do. And I think sometimes it's tough when there's a back-to-back. But I think other times, you know I like my baseball references, sometimes it's best or Sometimes it's best to just wipe it. Just wipe it. And a back-to-back allows you to do that because they don't even have time. They might, you know, look at the look at the tape a little bit, but they got to get ready for New Orleans. And that's what it is right now, okay? We got another text here, 415. The rest of the NBA teams will react on Clay, like the girl from Poltergeist. He's back. That's right. That's right. That's what we need. That's what we need, okay? That's what we need because Steph is only human. I think everybody needs to understand that. We have a 510 number here. says, even Kerr rests him tonight. I think, I think they're saying that, They should rest Steph tonight. 
Look, I'm not against it. Clay's coming back, but I would say this: you do have this tough stretch, and you don't want things to you don't want things to snowball. You mess around and drop the game to the Pelicans. Now you have this Cavs Warriors game, which is highly anticipated with with Clay's return. Then you go straight to Memphis, and then you got the back to back with Milwaukee and Chicago. You got to get these wins. You got to get these wins, and a, and a and a slumping Steph is way better than no Steph at all. And let's not forget, Jordan Poole went off earlier this week, but he was cold yesterday. So if you sit Steph tonight, now all the pressure is on Jordan. And we know he's never seen a shot he doesn't like, but I don't know if I would approach it that way. I don't know if I would exactly approach it that way. Drake from Mountain View. Isn't Steph going to rest because of a quad injury? Joe, is he? Is that is that the situation now? Uh, yeah, I think they said he's questionable with the thigh contusion. That was what that was the word. Mm-hmm. Um, I would doubt he plays though in New Orleans today. Yeah, yeah, I would doubt it. Yeah, look, sometimes you got to wipe it, but either way, the team will wipe it. And and sometimes you just need an off day. Okay, it, it, how serious is the contusion? Whenever you hear contusion, I think that's like. Uh, um, a scientific word for bruise. Yeah. Right? It's Makes a it sound fancier. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a fancy word for bruise. This is more about Steph's mentals. Just like Marshawn said, protect your, your chicken and your mentals. Okay? That, that's, what, that's what we're trying to do here because you have a stretch coming up. And literally the reverse of what I just said, Steve Kerr is going to be willing to sit Steph here, right? Because he knows that that Stretch is coming because he knows the Cavs are no slouch because he knows the Grizzlies are good because he knows the Bucks are really good because he knows the Bulls have been rolling and that's a back to back. So look, if they take it here, Jordan Poole, maybe this is a mini version of Steph. Never have two bad back to back games. Okay. Never have two back to back games. As long as you can do that, the Warriors are in a good spot because the Pelicans just, they really aren't that good. We the Zion, don't get me started on Zion and is he a bust yet? The Zion saga is is really, really interesting. Is really, really interesting. Hopefully he gets back to to what he was and what everybody else thought he was gonna be in hopes that he is going to be. Can you even name five players on the Pelicans right now, Alan? I got Brandon Ingram. I got There's one. I got Brandon Ingram. Can I guess I'm counting Zion? Right? Okay. Um, I'll give you that. I got Brandon Ingram. Oh wait, um, the the guy who I, does he drives all the time? The the trade from the, the Bucks is he still there? They traded Drew Holiday. Ooh, let's that, for see. the other point guard. He reminds me of myself because he can't shoot and he just drives the whole time. Is it? Let's see. I'm looking at the roster right now. There's Devonte Graham. There's Jose Alvarado. I don't even know if that guy's still on the team anymore from that trade. No. Josh Hart is the only other one I Josh recognize Hart. on this roster. It's pretty incredible how many G League type players are on the New Orleans Pelicans right now. So this is a perfect resting point. These the Pelicans, they don't know what they're doing. I don't even know how that franchise is still around in New Orleans given you got Zion, he's looking like a bust. New- Anthony Davis is gone. It's just this team, man. Yeah. If you can't if you can't beat this sure. New Orleans team without Steph, you got some problems too. Well, sure, but I would say that, like I said earlier in the show, and, and look, 
they're not good. They're not good. We couldn't name. We can thank you, Joe, for putting me on the spot here. First solo show. You got me naming. If you had told me in the morning, this wasn't talked about in the pre-show. Okay, hey, Alan, might ask you to to reel off the the Pelicans roster. Oh, okay. Let me do, let me let me do that for you real quick. Thanks for that, Joe. Uh, you're, you I said you were a gentleman and a scholar. This is how you treat me now. Oh yeah, they have Valanciunas. Forgot about him. Valanciunas. There you go. Look, bit of a a bit of a, a G League team, but at the same time. There are times where this offense, you look around and is it going to be – so who's it going to be tonight? That would be the question. It's Jordan Poole, right? It's got to be Jordan Poole. Wiggins, obviously. And the thing about Wiggins, this is why oh, – we got a text line, 925. Steven Adams is on the Pelicans. Steven Adams is on the Pelicans. Oh, he got traded. He was, remember, that's what J- Valanchunas, who was on the Grizzlies last year, they swapped them, so Steven Adams is on the uh, Grizzlies now. I, I, I thought, I thought, because I just thought, I said, we saw him recently. We saw him recently. That's what I would think. Thank you, 925, for uh, the questionable, questionable information. Text line will get you. Text line will get you. I don't know, if is this a setup? There it is. 408 coming through. Eric Bledsoe was the trade. That's my guy, okay? All drive. Okay, he, he he should play running back, to be honest. He would be great in Shanahan's system because he runs so hard, but he cannot shoot. He cannot shoot. 5-1-0, thank you. Yes, Steven Adams is on Memphis now. But when we're looking forward, when we're looking forward to this game tonight, you got it's Jordan Poole. Where, where where do we need the offense? Jordan Poole, Wiggins. We this is a game where Wiggins, can you find it? Can can you de- dig down? A little bit, a little bit deeper than you typically do because this is where it's needed. You don't got to dig down too much, right? Because again, it's the Pelicans, but a little bit more than you typically do. Jordan Poole, like I said, he only scored six points yesterday. He'll get back to where his average is, round 18. You got the Damian Lees of the world, the JTAs of the world, GP2. If he can, basically, if, G, if they do, if everybody plays their averages and GP2 continues to do what he's been doing, yes. The Warriors should walk away with a victory right there. Um, might get a little spicy. And let's not forget Bielitsa. Bielitsa is a guy who, I mean, he will shoot from the Bay Bridge. He will shoot from the Golden Gate Bridge. He doesn't care. I think that his defense can be questionable at times, and I'm probably being nice and saying questionable. But this is a guy, to, this is a guy who maybe he shows up today. And then you, let's not forget the man, the myth, the legend, Kavon Looney. And I'm going to tell you one thing right now. Next time you're bored, and a lot of people are bored a lot, look up Kevon Looney's high school mixtape. Just do yourself a favor and look that up. He looks like a completely different person, okay? And it's unfortunate, right? Hip injuries, they're no joke. They're no joke. Took out Bo Jackson, okay? Looney's dealt with it as well. But look it up. Looney is a baller. And no, he's not who he he once was. I mean, none of us are, right? None of us are. But what he's been able to do, and he has been even early in the game yesterday. That game could have got more out of hand earlier on yesterday. Okay, because nobody was hitting from the jump. You had Looney cut into the basket. Yeah, he missed one. He missed that really nice pump fake layup. But you're you're gonna get that with Looney. Okay. You're going to get that. We understand that, but he's a guy who always is able to stop the bleeding. I got a couple, you know, a couple, uh, cauterizers on the team. Okay. We'll say you got Looney, you got Otto Porter jr. And you got Damian Lee. 
These are guys that when things aren't going well, typically one of them will make sure that they get back on the right track or that you just don't get a little too far from where you need to be. Just a little bit too far, okay? 707, Looney was a baller in high school. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. It's been crazy. It was crazy. Fire it up. You can find it on Twitter. You can find it anywhere. Look up Looney's high school mixtape. He's got it in there. He's got it in there. And you, you see flashes yesterday. You know, he goes, he does the, the, the booty bump. Okay, he's getting to the rack more. You're still going to have those situations. And Looney's a guy who's interesting because he puts himself in situations and then isn't able to, to cash in all the time. And then you get mad at Looney because he missed the, the putback. But you forget that Looney got the offensive rebound. So it's almost like, you know, you're playing pickup and you slash to the lane and you miss the layup and somebody gets mad at you. For, for missing the layup, but it, look, man, I got myself there. I'm mad at myself, but you can't be mad at me because you were sitting on the three-point line thinking you're, you're Steph before this these last two games, I should say. So when you look at tonight and what the Warriors are going to be able to do, they just need to get back to who they've been. And here's another guy that I'll throw out. He hasn't been that afraid either to do anything. Jonathan Kaminga. Some of his shots look a little bit odd. Okay, he's still growing. He's still learning. It's super early in his career. But this is a game where, hold up, maybe somebody forgets about Jonathan Kaminga. And maybe he starts doing a little bit more than he typically does. These are situations where this is a game today where we saw what Jonathan, to what what Joe was saying earlier, this is basically a G League team. Shout out to Pelicans. Anybody from New Orleans can call in if you want. I know you're three hours ahead. This is a situation where maybe Kaminga feels a little bit comfortable because he's facing guys he probably faced in the G League not too long ago. He's like, hey, man, I just saw you. I just saw you not too long ago. Let's get this work. This might be, this might be the Kaminga come out game, okay? So you get Jordan Poole. Get him back on track. Get Kaminga going. Get Bielisa shooting from wherever he wants to shoot from. Keep GP2 hot. Andrew Wiggins, find it a little bit more. And you got action. You got action, okay? So nobody should be worried about tonight. Thank you, you know, for for allowing us to figure out, okay, how do we approach this if Steph doesn't play, which he probably won't. And it's fine. Somebody is not a big fan of Looney here. 510. Come on, bruh. Everyone in the NBA was is a baller. NBA Looney has no vertical. No more. And if you think he's going to score more than 10, you ain't been watching the Warriors. I don't, I don't recall saying uh, Looney was going to score more than 10. I just recall saying he was a baller in high school and he's been the stopper. Okay. He's the stopper when, when the, the game starts to get away from the Warriors. Okay. A stopper means a, a bucket here, a bucket there. I don't expect Looney to drop 10 points at all, but shout out to you, 510. So you get these guys going. And you get back on track because you know what's coming down the pipeline, okay? Clay's coming back. These teams are going to be raring to go. Because here's the thing. After all that, hey, we're glad to see you. Thanks for, you know, we're glad to see you back on the team. Glad to see you healthy. They're going to go at Clay. They're going to put him in action. The, the Warriors already switch a bunch. They're going to do all these things. And let's see, what, let's see where you at, man. 
Let's see where you at. So this is going to be a huge test for the Warriors coming up. I think they're up to the task. I know all Warriors fans think they're up to the task. Thank you, Dub Nation, for listening to me. This has been the pregame show with Alan Styles on 95.7 The Game. The text line has been hot. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your morning. We got morning roast coming up. We'll talk to you soon. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.